0: This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. I really don't like that girl. She annoyed the show. She never did anything to me, but she annoyed me. And if you annoy me, I hate you. (laughs) And I'll tell you about it.
1: Why are you whispering? I'm on the toilet. My shoes are off. Okay, this is me time. What are you Why doing? Do you have your
0: shoes off of the toilet.
1: <laughs> like I said, I was fucked up, and I was doing everything I could to keep it together in the bathroom. Okay,
0: but if you decide you're gonna fu- say fuck it, <laughs> and you don't care about morality and overall humanity, and you're gonna do something that makes it legal, yeah, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you square in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even apologize to your widow and like, yeah, I bet she was a bitch. That's probably what drove me crazy.
1: Sorry about my shit intro.
0: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin.
0: AKA KB Paperstacks, aka Baldwin Escobar, aka Danger Zone, aka Vanilla Thriller, and AKA MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. All
1: day. All right. So like many kids, as a kid, I was looking for freedom. I wanted to chase the wind. I wanted to feel the wind in my hair. I wanted to be able to block everything in the world out. I wanted to taste freedom. And for me, I found that freedom on the seat of my bicycle. I would race my friends. I would ride trails. I would jump over ramps. Let me go ahead and interject here and say, No ramp whatsoever that I ever jumped over as a child was structurally sound. And if you're sitting there right now going, well, I jumped some pretty good ramps when I was a kid, either your parents were engineers or you are lying to yourself. There is no possible way that the ramps you jumped were anywhere near structurally sound. But for me, I didn't give a damn. We would jump ramps. We would ride trails. We would race each other. This was freedom. But with every freedom you taste, there comes some sort of consequence, something you have to deal with. Now... Most times the consequences for the freedom of being on the back of your bicycle and tasting the wind in your hair was just a skinned knee or maybe a skinned elbow. Maybe somebody broke their arm or something like that, but those were pretty rare cases. But for me, I had one of the worst bike accidents anyone had ever seen up to that point, and I know it was one of the worst bike accidents anybody had ever seen, because when we got into the ER, I remember the doctor looking at my mom and dad, and they're both crying, and they're freaked out, and the doctor looks down at me and says, okay, what kind of motorcycle was he on? What kind of go-kart was he on? And my dad looks at him with tears in his eyes and said he wasn't on a motorcycle or a go-kart. This happened on his bicycle. And the doctor looked at me and went, Oh, and I'll never forget the terrible feeling of the the scratches on my face, the the road rash, the broken wrist, my knee being jacked up and all the crap that I went through with that bike accident. But we're not going to focus on that bike accident. We're going to focus on what happened after that, because like many kids, when you have a really, really shitty bike accident like that, you turn on your bike. Now, for me, my bicycle was a white and blue Huffy with racing stripes. And in my head, I could go hundreds of miles an hour on this bike. It was going to take me anywhere I wanted to go. And I loved this bike. But as soon as I had this terrible bike accident with road rash everywhere and broken bones and missing a week of school, I was like, fuck that bike. I don't want that bike anymore. Maybe I'm not the kid who's chasing the wind. Maybe I'm not the kid who's looking to taste freedom. Maybe I'm more like a cautious, concerned citizen and I should get a little bit slower bike. And that way I can maybe not take as many chances. Maybe I can slow down just a little bit. So this mindset lasted for me all of about maybe a week and a half. And As soon as this mindset evaporated in my head, I decided I was going to take this new grandma-looking 10-speed model that I had and I was going to see how fast I could get that thing. So the first bike accident I had was at the top of this huge hill in my neighborhood. And down this hill, there were speed humps in the middle of the hill. So you could ride right between them, but you had to time it just right. You had to get the spacing just right or you could wipe out on this thing. And I was super stoked about this new 10-speed I had because it had handbrakes. So I had decided on one Saturday, I was going to spend this Saturday perfecting the art of using these handbrakes. And my dad said when he handed me this 10-speed bike, he said, listen, boy, this ain't going to be as fast as a bike you had before. But I'm going to tell you like this. If you hit this front handbrake for the front wheel, you're going to flip this thing over and you're going to fly over these front wheels. And I'm... Riding this bicycle for the next day, petrified, always hitting the back brake first and then slowly grabbing that front brake, making sure I don't launch myself like a fucking mannequin over the front handlebars and kill myself on this bicycle. Because remember, in my head, I had just had the worst bike accident I'd ever had. But this Saturday, I decide I'm going to make sure I perfect the use of these handlebars or these handbrakes. So I would go to about three quarters of the way up the hill and I would come down and I'd get up a good little bit of speed and I'd hit the back handbrake and then I'd hit the front handbrake and the wheels would stop and everything was great. And I would keep moving up. I started with a quarter of the way up the hill, then half the way up the hill, then three quarters of the way up the hill. Then I decided, okay... I've done it. I have perfected the use of these handbrakes. I've gone to the top of this hill, come down almost all the way up, and I've come down enough times now. I can do this completely. I know exactly what I'm going to do. And what I've done is set a route for myself. I would come down the hill, take a left down the road in front of my trailer, and then I would ride into the back of my trailer's yard. And I stop with the handbrakes every time without incident. Everything was perfect. I had done all the tests. I had done all the research. I had, you know, variables worked out of my head. There was nothing that could go wrong whatsoever. So I marched my little ass all the way to the top of this hill as a little kid on this big 10 speed bike, about 12 years old, 10, 12 years old, somewhere right in there. And I decide I'm kicking off and I kick off from the ground and I'm feeling that wind in my hair and I'm chasing lightning and I'm tasting freedom. And I'm that kid again, suddenly I'm a grown-up kid now though. Maybe I had to get rid of that childish little blue and white bike that could go really fast, but it didn't have gears. It didn't have handbrakes. This bike was the bike that I was meant to ride. This is the bike that I was meant to taste my freedom on. And I tasted that freedom flying down that hill, feeling about 30, 40 miles an hour. That's how fast I felt like I was going. And I get down to the front of my house and I take my left. Everything's going great. I'd use the back handbrake to make that left-hand turn. The bike had slowed just enough. Everything was fine. But I took that left. But maybe everything wasn't fine. Instead of maybe taking that left just as smoothly as I had done every other time, I came in a little bit fast, but everything's fine. I'm tasted freedom. I'm actually really good at this. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to use these handbrakes and everything's going to be fine. So I pull into the driveway for my trailer. And instead of going straight into the backyard, for some reason, my wheels start veering right. For some reason, my my front steering is not working like it should. I'm veering to the right, and I'm veering directly into the side of my trailer. And I hit, face first, right into the trailer. For some reason, I had frozen up at the top of this hill, and I'd used my handbrakes to make a turn. Everything was fine, but from then forward, I had way too much fucking speed. There was no way I was stopping, and I slammed head first into the trailer. And this is the first time in my entire life where I thought I had done everything to prepare. I had worked out the variables. I had gone over everything that could go wrong in my head. And I still fucking failed miserably. But I did get back up, shook off the probably minor concussion that I had. And I went back to the top of the hill and I rode my bike back down it. Maybe not that afternoon. In fact, when I got up and shook off the mild concussion I had, I went inside and cried like a bitch to my mom. But a few days later, I conquered that hill from the very top. Hey guys, welcome back to another week and Now That I'm Older a show about how getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to now that I'm We're also on Facebook as well as Google play, Stitcher and iTunes. Please rate review and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online. Cause that helps us out a lot. And you can find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. pod. And if you want to support the show, you can go to patreoncom slash now that I'm older. It's a place where you can go and check out all the different ways we have that you can support the show and all the cool stuff that we'll give to you. If you help us out with the show. And if you go to Twitter, 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 you can check us out with the hashtag Potter Family. It's a family of podcasters who come together to cross-promote each other and basically spread the word about badass podcasts everywhere. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Gamer Science Underground podcast, the Stuff with Andy podcast, and the American Unicorns podcast. And this week on episode 117, Shoot First, Ask Questions Never, we talk about how Kenny basically will shoot first in any public situation where somebody goes crazy. Then we talk about a crazy house party we went to, and this week we're going to check with the boss, so check it out. We'll be right back.
0: What are you gonna do today, Nicole, Whatever I feel like I want to do. Gosh,
1: all right. There were plenty of times in our lives when you and I were younger where we caused general chaos, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, <laughs> maybe when you were younger, I ain't retired yet. Yeah, um, your your idea of general chaos is um, fighting Brock Lesnar on a Saturday night on your WWE video game. No, it's not. That's yeah, a,
0: that, you're implying things you don't what, know.
1: What else do you do now that would be considered crazy compared to what we did in our 20s?
0: Not, I can't compare it to the 20s. It's evolved. It's a whole new kind of crazy. What, what do you do now? Uh, import things. And become a pirate in China. <laughs> you have a whole show about the crazy things I do. What are you talking about? Listen to I'm some episodes, saying, you
1: asshole. Com- I'm saying compared to our 20s, we haven't been like ridiculously crazy in a little while. Well, yes, because
0: you became domesticated. Don't pull me into your little listen, circle.
1: Both of us both of us have a lot less going on now than we did in our 20s. Okay? I don't go as often. That doesn't mean I stopped. I didn't say you stopped. I didn't say you were retired. I'm just saying that it's definitely evolved into a different situation now. It's just,
0: well, it's just rare. But yeah, I'm still a Hellraiser.
1: So I'm looking around um, trying to find some stuff to talk about, and I found a story about a guy in Newcastle who climbed to the top of a church, who's wearing a hood. First thing I think of is Assassin's Creed. You know, dude's climbing buildings. Gets up to the top of the building. Um, apparently, there were some slate rocks on the top of the building that were stacked up. And he started hurling abuse and the slate rocks at onlookers as they were walking by on the ground.
0: <laughs> so some crazy person
1: climbed up and started throwing roof tiles at people. This is beautiful. I mean, there's video of this guy just losing his goddamn mind. Nobody was injured, but the cops had to come and drag his, like middle patient. Why don't y'all
0: bring one of those guns with the rubber bullets? Cause we're about to shoot this
1: motherfucker. He was shouting and screaming abuse at people and basically saying that he was going to cause seriously serious harm to people. I mean, if you
0: start throwing rocks at people, as far as I'm concerned, that's you're
1: attacking people. You're, oh, we all know your first thought is to shoot people. Like, well, yes, yeah, so, so I would have shot him.
0: Officer, <laughs> he pulled the rock back like he was going to throw it at a child. I had to fucking take him out.
1: But in a minute ago, I wasn't missing this opportunity. What do you mean by that?
0: No, nothing.
1: <laughs> in another conversation that you and I have had, you said that you care more about Dinosaur Fight Club than you do about curing childhood cancer. So you're saying that if this guy was throwing a rock at a child just randomly on a Tuesday. Childhood cancer doesn't give me an excuse to shoot somebody. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you're asking why, that's the reason. This shows where the priorities are for you. Is basically if, I if, really want to shoot somebody. <laughs> dinosaur Fight Club. Maybe
0: if I'd already shot somebody, this guy might get a pass. But, I mean, if I'm still waiting for that first one, he's getting shot.
1: So if you, if any of you guys out there, and now that I'm older, man decide to climb to the top of your local church and start, <laughs> they're not throwing no rocks, right? Well, I'm around. <laughs> throw some tiles while I'm around? That's a deadly threat. I had to take you out. Kenny you, you might be watching the news and hear about a guy on top of a roof and be like, I got to drive there right no, now. No, Because that shows
0: that they <laughs> that, that that wouldn't cover you legally. If you go to the threat, you have to ha-
1: you already be there. Couldn't you just claim that you had just gotten there? it would be obvious
0: if it was on the news and you showed up 10 minutes later from your home or where you're supposed to be. What if you
1: just like showed up like 30 minutes later? After I want the to cop. shoot
0: somebody. It doesn't mean I want to go to jail. I want to do
1: it legally. I want a clean kill after the cops are already there. Like you show up, like <laughs> the, the,
0: but the cops were there, sir. I don't think we can, we don't think this is going to work. You pull
1: up on scene, jump out of your car. I got this. (laughs) You do like a Dukes of Hazard slide across your hood. (laughs) Take some cover behind a cop car because I'm
0: not athletic. I only get across halfway across the hood. Have to
1: scooch the rest of the way. You do you do one of those fucking Dukes of Hazard slides and then like pull up next to a cop in front of his car, like taking cover with him, pointing your gun, going, "What do we got here?" It's horrible. No, dude, I'm telling you, if you pulled up with a cop and, like, took cover next to a cop in the middle of a dude. You would so
0: go to jail so fast. We already done deal with this crazy bastard. Now you're here. This this is like a crazy bastard shows up. Damn it. Crazy bastards
1: everywhere. I'm just trying to come up with a scenario where you can actually join the whole manhunt for this guy standing on top of a roof. This isn't the 1800s. They don't form posses anymore. (laughs) Well, the guy would still be on top of the roof. You'd just be joining, like, the, the people who are. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think you. This rabbit hole show. ain't
0: getting any more entertaining the deeper you get down.
1: <laughs> I think just, you'd still go to jail either way, but at least you'd get that moment where you got to roll across the hood, get behind the cop car, that,
0: <laughs> Scooch across the second half.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm athletic. So. like were you doing the uh, the thing when a dog has worms? Breathing it all spragg- heavy by the time we got
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done that. That was my aim's gonna be all off.
1: <laughs> You're kneeling down on one knee, going. All right. Just keep him there. <laughs> you guys give just give me a minute. And meanwhile, <laughs> dude's throwing roof tiles at you. <laughs> the whole time. Not fair, dude. I called pause. I call time timeout. Game on, man. Game on. I'm good. I'm
0: definitely going to shoot you. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to shoot somebody.
1: <laughs> so that's really all it comes down to. You don't care.
0: If- I mean, I want it to be just... I'm not just going to shoot a random person, but if you decide you're going to say fuck it (laughs) and you don't care about morality and overall humanity and you're going to do something that makes it legal, yeah, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you square in the
1: fucking head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I won't even apologize to your widow. I bet she was a bitch. That's probably what drove me crazy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Fuck her too. So you're saying if you're just walking by the park and you happen to see a guy on top of a church, and I'm like, nobody's getting hurt. The article says nobody in this situation hurt. Well, you got didn't hurt. say that. You said he was attacking people with tiles.
0: I didn't no, even, You I didn't say. Said. he was. You didn't. Yeah, just now, after you let me go talking about shooting the motherfucker, <laughs> you, t- you even told the story. He was attacking people with tiles. You didn't say, but his aim was so <laughs> shitty, nobody was hurt.
1: He was hurling insults at people is what I said. And he was and, hurling tiles.
0: And he never uh, that time, it would have been pertinent information to include that he was a shitty aim. and It was no threat.
1: I think you just jumped the gun. Because literally. Here's how it works. To shoot it. Just
0: like a good hunter. <laughs> you have to identify whether your, target, your, your prey is legal. He's coming right for us. <laughs> <laughs> so a quick assessment of the situation would have been this would have been a disappointment because he wouldn't have been a threat.
1: Okay, so keep in mind that Kenny is disappointed because as a concerned citizen standing there armed with only his Second Amendment rights and his hero complex, he becomes disappointed because this guy who's throwing ceiling tiles isn't actually hitting anybody so he can't use his gun. Wow. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break. But when we get back, we're going to have the rest of the story about the guy throwing ceiling towels. And then we're going to have another story about a really strange party that we went to. And then later on, the boss is going to stop back in and let us read some of her Facebook posts and find out what the thug life is really all about. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages,
0: we'll be right. I'm Don Wrinkle, and everybody's got a podcast. And if you're gonna listen to one, In Poor Taste is the way to go, because it's very greasy. This is Bill Lawyerson to tell you that In Poor Taste is the podcast you should listen to if you wanna get sued. Oh, big Jim. Here to say, if you listen to In Poor Taste, huh? guess I'll we'll give you a Christmas handy.
1: It's import taste. It's definitely not a comedy podcast. And it's definitely not educational. And it it's definitely Australian. Stop, Stop asking. asking.
0: Hello, I'm a Giorgio Casadoro. And this is my brother. fortiva Come on down, Import Taste. We're taking him back and polish your jewels. That's us. South Hills, Pittsburgh. Born raised. Listen, is import taste on the Podsburg Network. www.podsburg.com slash import taste for all of your edutainment podcast needs. If you guys said they will put There's going to be commercials now, and if you don't like it, you can suck it, because Shane said that's the only way I'm getting paid.
1: Now That I'm Older has kicked off our very own Patreon over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older, and I was able to get a couple of thoughts from Kenny about our brand new Patreon the fuck is a Patreon? As you can tell, he's very excited and so am I. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. It's going to allow you to pick from different goals that we've set up, things that we want to do to accomplish a better podcast for you guys, to bring you guys a better podcast every single week and to get you guys a better now that I'm older. We've got some things that we're going to need to do and we're going to need your help with them. But if you give us help, we're going to give you something right back. Things like shout outs from Kenny, stickers, t-shirts, exclusive content, all sorts of stuff. So go to patreon.com slash now now that I'm older, and I'm, we're going to close out now with a few more words from Kenny about what he thinks about Patreon.
0: I thought you were talking about a role playing character.
1: You thought Patreon was a role playing character.
0: It sounds like, like one of the bad guys they would throw at us. There's your commercial. Thanks. Game-recognized game, granddad.
1: I recognize game? Your granddaddy recognized game? Game-recognized game, and you looking kind of unfamiliar right now.
0: Do you know what I hate, Bix? What's up? Movie trailers. Seriously, we go to the movies, we pay a shit ton of money to go and actually see the movie, and then I've got to wait 10-15 minutes to watch like 7 or 8 trailers for movies some of them I don't give a shit about, some of them I do, but I've seen them like 18 times on YouTube already. I don't want to see it, just play the goddamn movie! But isn't that what this is? What? Isn't this like a, you know, like a trailer for our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, that we try and do every single week that you can find on Spreaker and iTunes? Or you can check out on garethrandomramblings.space. You know what? I love trailers. They're the best. He's
1: just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly. Across the wire, it's Gareth.
0: We're fighters for
1: truth. Justice in the American way. Right. I think about plenty of the times uh, when we were kids. uh, There was the entire summer where me and my little brother and Adam Morris were the water gun bandits. You guys were douchebags. Where we'd pull up on joggers and shit like that and just soak them down with water
0: guns. I don't think that's appropriate. I don't
1: think that's funny. I don't think that's. But destroying shopping carts behind an actual Kroger is just fucking fine. That's That funny. wasn't
0: funny. That was exhilarating. There's a difference. A and B, there's no victim other than a shopping cart. There that was person, no
1: victim here. We weren't squirting piss on the dude. Or if anything you were the like guy that.
0: jogging yeah, but knowing how you are
1: <laughs> to this day, you'd be complaining about those stupid fucking kids. That'd be one of my favorite podcast stories to tell.
0: I don't think it's funny to make other people's victims to, for your last. If you want to do something crazy, go do something crazy. Like do something where you're the one taking the risk and chance and, yeah, you know, Y'all were just mean, poor kids that didn't have no class at the time. Until you wore, hung out with me enough and I rubbed off on you.
1: You used to beat Bo with wood, too.
0: Bo wasn't an innocent victim. Bo deserved every fucking lick. And that's why your mom likes me, because I, I straightened your ass
1: out. No, it's not that you straightened me out. It's the fact that in this situation, I would definitely cure childhood cancer before I would watch Dinosaur Fight Club.
0: And then squirt him with a fucking squirt gun. <laughs>
1: Maybe a super soaker. Maybe they get completely soaked down. Nowadays, it'd be a problem. You can't
0: say that because you haven't seen the Dinosaur Fight Club yet. <laughs> you may be overcommitting,
1: my friend. It is amazing. <laughs> These days, I quite honestly um, would never drive around and shoot somebody with a water gun. But back in the day, when nobody had I mean, a I I would drive around on. and shoot people
0: I know. That would be funny then. But shooting strangers... How would you find people you know just walking around the
1: street? (laughs) You know them. You know where they live, where they go? It's not that fucking hard. (laughs) You know, they know where they're working. You're just going to roll out on people with a a fucking squirt gun and just roll up at their house and be like... (laughs) Like as soon as they're in the yard.
0: (laughs) This comes from somebody who was doing random drive-bys. You guys were the knockout crew before the knockout crew... Kids were around. We
1: didn't knock anybody out. We drove around and squirted people with squirt guns. It's not funny if you don't know them. There's no, there's. Oh, it was hilarious. I mean, I could get Steven or Adam on right now and tell you these stories. And it will be, there was a dude who chased us one time. Because like, on you guys, guys were assholes. You deserve
0: to be chased.
1: You know what happened if it had been me now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Up. I don't know what
0: was in that water gun. It could have been poison. I had to shoot him. <laughs> i got three for one
1: yes kenny would have shot the back one out of my nova i would have wrecked and then we would have come back and kenny would have shot us all
0: <laughs> you would have come back I like, oh, you're that hard if somebody shot
1: any of us during any of our innings we would have ran no. like no, fucking no, no white lightning i wouldn't have i would have had to chase my little brother and adam morris from coming and kicking your ass even with a gun i know i would have had to chase adam morris Adam, baby, your brother's a lot is not that stupid. He
0: talks tough. He would be like, no, nah, bro, he had a gun. He's he the follow- one that came and got you and left me with, with our friend who was tripping and walking around naked. Remember? Shay, we got to go. <laughs> Y'all left me there to take care of him knowing I hated that guy's girlfriend. Can he make sure he doesn't kill her? You're picking me? Really?
1: Hey, you should kill her. <laughs> We haven't told the story on the show yet. Um, that
0: friend is, happens to be one of our smartest and probably most successful friends now, which is crazy. And I'm not going to put his name out there. Cause no, kidding.
1: no. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll start over and uh, and basically lay the whole story out. It's it's very simple. We were all partying together. This guy had not done anything bad. He would drink maybe every now and then. We're all partying, all hanging out, having a great time. This dude got, this dude started tripping and he is one of those people that has very bad experiences anytime he trips. He had made a rule, a hard and fast rule. I will not do this ever again. This is something that I am not good at doing. But his girlfriend convinced him, you have to do this. So he did it.
0: That's, it, that's, uh, it was weird. Came out, uh, came out of his bedroom, uh, butt ass naked.
1: Party with like
0: legitimately a hundred. And what made it weird was how unstrange he felt about it. And I remember the first words out of my mouth. Everybody else is freaked out, but I mean, I, it was my birthday party, so I was lit. <laughs> yep. I, I was real good and drunk. And I, first word out of my mouth, everybody else freaking out. I'm like, I didn't know he had tattoos.
1: He doesn't have any visible places. So, dude, like the room, the door opens. This is what I was told. Okay. I had to be told all this. Can I was look? in the
0: hallway. I was one of the first people to see him. I was with a friend of ours named Candace.
1: And the door opens A dude is just butt ass naked. Yeah.
0: She comes out first. She's freaked out or something. And she was kind of a douche. So she probably freaked out over something stupid. Okay. And uh, I mean, she fought Paul. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a whole other story.
0: But like, I really don't like that girl. She annoyed the show. She never did anything to me? And, but she annoyed me. And if you annoy me, I hate you <laughs> and I'll tell you about it. You've told other, you've told us on the podcast I was mean as shit to that, that girl, girl too. I'd be like, rule. she'd start talking be like, shut up. shut up. No, you're only here cause you're fucking somebody. You don't get to be a part of the crew. Um, nope. Shut up.
1: So the door opens as I understand it. And he comes out. <coughs>
0: nope. She just, came out.
1: Well, okay. She came, she, she comes, comes out
0: crying and goes by. Normally, I would say, are you okay? But I don't a like this girl. Man, so I'm
1: like, ha she's crying. Good. A naked man made her cry.
0: She was almost naked, too. Um, the fuck was going on in that bedroom? I don't know. They're together in their bedroom. Leave. What the fuck do I want to know? What am I, a Republican? I don't care what you do in your bedroom. So anyway, they come running out of the bedroom. He's following her. He's like trying to find... He doesn't know what's wrong with her either. And, you know, sometimes people, when they take stuff and trip, they freak out for nothing. So... She goes walking out and he goes right behind her, but he's buck ass naked.
1: And he wasn't freaked out, as I understand it. Right. He and was, that's
0: what was creepy about it, is like he would just really like, hey, what's going on? And he he was stone cold, basically. Yeah, He'd walk by and say, Hey, what's going on? I've got to find out what's going on with my crazy ass woman. And we're like, Well, that part makes sense. You mean
1: Andrea? Her name was Andrea, not Candace. No, I was with Candace. Andrea
0: was the crazy bitch that he was with.
1: Oh, okay. You said Candace came out of the room first.
0: No, I said I was in the hallway with Candace.
1: Oh, okay, okay. You no, never use the name Andrea, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of not supposed to use somebody's names, but they're
0: the asshole of the store. It's
1: just it's a generalized first name. It's fine.
0: Whatever. So me and Candace are standing there. And uh and Lisa Herko was there with us
1: too. So Lisa's standing in the hallway with you and Candace. Right. And you're looking at me
0: like you're saying her name's going to hurt something. She didn't do anything bad in the story. You're missing how censorship works, Shane. You always just protect the people whose reputation would be hurt. Standing there and being a witness does
1: not put you in that situation. So he he looks like everything's fine. Like nothing's wrong. He walks by. He
0: follows her outside, walking through the party first to the back door. Some of us are kind of like, okay, that's weird. Steven, Shane's brother, is immediately like, nope. Uh-uh. No, no, no.
1: He goes, Shane, he goes, we got to go. We got to go now. Hold on. I'll pick up the story here because all of a sudden I hear in the hallway, I'm in the bathroom. I'm lit as fuck, too. not even going to joke with you guys. I am fucking out of my mind at this point.
0: I party. mean, we had bought like half a liquor store.
1: It was ridiculous. Because it this was, was my what,
0: birthday, Chris Strickland's birthday.
1: There was like five people's birthday like going five on. five of our it friends.
0: Was, and it was like a, we threw – Jamie Smith's birthday. Was everybody
1: was, was fucked up at this party. So suddenly – I'm in the bathroom, no joke, my shoes are off. I'm on the toilet, just kind of hanging out and having a good time. It's it's awesome. And suddenly I hear <laughs> like a nervous knock. Like I was standing there watching Steven knocking. Like five, six like seconds straight of knocking. And I'm like, occupied. <laughs> a lot more urgent the second time. Occupied. Shame. <laughs> What's going on? why
0: are you talking to me through the bathroom door Stephen? why are you it's whispering not, it's not appropriate
1: <laughs> Steven, why are you whispering i'm on the toilet my shoes are off okay this is me time what are you why doing do you your shoes <laughs> off of the toilet <laughs> like i said i was fucked up and i was doing everything i could to keep it together in the bathroom okay <laughs> So, <laughs> <Okay>. so <laughs> at least you didn't walk around naked no no I was completely clothed except for the fact that my pants were down because I'm on the toilet so there I am shoes off in the bathroom Stephen is losing his mind at the door he's like we gotta go we gotta go I'm like what do you mean he's like we have to go <laughs> right now what do you mean we have to go put your fucking shoes on and let's leave this is what I'm hearing through the door so I go outside or I go out of the door with Stephen and I'm like dude what's wrong he's like here here here's all your stuff he grabbed like my wallet was sitting in another room and shit like that he grabs all my stuff hands it to me he goes we have to leave now i'm like steven i can't drive he goes don't worry about it i will (laughs) he's like 16 at this time exactly (laughs) had just gotten his license and shit and he was lit too so we get in the car and steven's sitting in the driver's seat and we take off do you even know what happened yet no (laughs) no idea i walk out of the room in the bathroom and everybody's got this shell shock look on their face like i don't know a butt-ass naked guy I just walked through the living room and i'm like what's going on man steven's like don't worry about it we gotta go <laughs> no time for detail do not let me talk to anybody nobody I'm talking I walked past five or six different people who were, like, sober enough to tell me what had happened and wanted to talk to me about it. Stephen is not letting that happen. I don't find out what happened until halfway home. I
0: never found out why Stephen was so freaked out.
1: He Well, Stephen doesn't like um, – he's not a big fan of guns overall. And he knew that Chris had a whole bunch of guns at his house and he was really stressed that, you know, something crazy was going to happen because he was walking around, freaking out, you know, and tripping and all that stuff. (laughs) It was his, his, his complete paranoia in his brain caused him to freak right the fuck out. So we leave this whole scenario and then suddenly like 20 minutes later. Tons of people start showing up at my place. Because everybody decides, I'll take back over now. So the people that put
0: the party together are like, all right, well, we're all going. (laughs) And they were like, well, we can't all
1: leave. He may kill her because he hadn't come back inside yet. Exactly. He's still running around the yard (laughs) We don't know what's
0: going on. Maybe she did something fucked up. Maybe we're going to finally be rid of this girl. (laughs) So... I hate that bitch. She she thought she could dance and she used to try to dance. Oh, God damn
1: it. She would, this girl would, we would put on like fucking techno music before anybody knew what the fuck it was. And she would just dance and it wasn't like good dancing. She would tell us like her dream was to go to New York and dance and stuff like that. And we were like, maybe you keep that as a dream, you know, maybe, maybe you don't pursue that because she was just terrible at it. And every time we would get together, she would want to do it. Everybody had this terrible, she was so fucking annoying. She wasn't she was a, a great fucking, person.
0: She was so fucking annoying. I hate the fuck out of that girl. God, she was. She was like a female version of Bo, except she had herpes. So, did you hang out and uh, and deal with the whole situation? Well, they elected me, who's fucked up as my fucking birthday party. I'm fucked up way far. And they all know my opinion of this girl was well-known, including her. She knew I didn't like her either because I don't exactly hold my feelings in when I don't like somebody. Shocker to the fans, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so they all decide, Kenny, we're going to leave you here with Chris, who's biased by, 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 by the way. Chris asleep, <laughs> so I don't know how he's supposed to help me. He's he's sleeping on the couch, and I know he's not really asleep. But I see him over there going. <laughs> uh, for, the, for the audience, I'm shaking my head slightly. No, and he's like, "Nope, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not shit. dealing with this at all. I don't want to uh, deal with this at all. <laughs> I don't care if he kills her." <laughs> Chris, Chris is a friend of mine who acts
1: a lot like me in a lot of ways. So, so I'm like thinking in my head, they know I don't like this girl. <laughs> Somebody had to be there and be responsible. I mean, I was uh, the other responsible person that we know besides me and Ray and you. I was in a car leaving and Ray left.
0: <laughs> Ray left too. So it was you. Left, so they left me there to, to to make sure. So I
1: went to sleep. <laughs> I was like, I don't care if he her. And legit, like 20 people show up at my apartment, like 10 minutes later. And they're all like, Oh my God, man. It's over there, and, and Andrew's over there and Chris, did you and I'm really
0: like, just say their names? Yeah. No, you edit that out. I don't care if it's just a first name. No, not on this kind of story. You do not throw people under the bus like that. That guy has a job now. We're talking about him freaking out on fucking drugs. You can't put his name out there. People can look at our friend list. There's probably four on there. That's you have to bleep that out, including where I just said it. Other people's names are fine, but the two people we're talking about, we can't do that.
1: I could take it back and just edit the uh, just the entire thing or it. something. I mean, we've already told the story, though. I can just cut the story's The story's fine. Yeah. Just, you know. Dude, you have put people on the podcast before where I've had to edit out last names. Depends on if they have a
0: career die. or something. He went to school and got a degree and has a career. And he's tied to both of us on Facebook. That's just too easy to trace back when you're telling that kind of story that puts somebody under that kind of light. You gave me a dirty look when I said Lisa Herko, and she didn't do anything. Because the story. you used her
1: last name. That's the difference.
0: But she didn't do there's anything. Th- but there's
1: a thousand leases. There's a thousand. G- legit. my am not right there friends with both of us on Facebook. Yes, there are. You have like 800 friends. I'm sure you have like 12 different. G- Did, on yours, right? We now. We can cross reference and
0: nail that down to three or four. G- that's what I'm saying.
1: I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, you're the guy who tells me all the time that your job prob- probably doesn't give a shit about this. Who is going to put this together to a point where they're going to give a shit about yeah, what Chris to did. Friends, <laughs> I don't want to piss off
0: our friends, Cartman.
1: You have no problem at all talking about and shit like
0: that. I don't put them out there in any way that makes them look any worse than when we don't want to talk. And they listen, and they don't—they don't care. We don't know that how to feel about this. Oh. If we told a story about you without you being here of the in this light, I bet I'd get a phone call <laughs> if I published it. How would you publish it? If I. Say, well, you publish it when you do a podcast, jackass. Argue. You know, you were wrong. just <laughs> fucked up.
1: That's all it was. You fucked up. You're going to have to edit that part. You bleep it or something. How would you, what would you? What steps would you take to publish the podcast? I'm just curious. I don't know. That's not my job. My job is to make the podcast good by being talented. Where would you go on the web to publish it? Well,
0: Fucking fine, though. I'd have to, I guess, I'd have to do a couple of Google searches. I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to figure out. I mean, you do it. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like you went to podcasting school, I mean, Google would be my first stop.
1: Google, how to, Google how to
0: publish a podcast would be my search topic. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time!
1: Welcome to another installment of This Week with the Boss. And you get her. A cousin, go and Newsflash. If you going through a nigga phone, parentheses, especially if he ain't even yo nigga, close parentheses, how the fuck you going to get mad because of who he talks to or who he does whatever with or to? Just because you in love with him and want to feel some type of way doesn't mean he in love with yo ass. You wish he was, but reality is he's not. But keep on hoping, and maybe someday your dreams might come true, but it won't be today. Jealousy is a disease, and you might want to take some meds for that shit. Just saying. Whatever, i do it. Whatever- That's it for now that I'm older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Older.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIO Pod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, I'm going home. You're not going home. You're We're here. Home. Well, you're going home out of my home. No, I'm not. I'm gonna stay here until I'm done. You're done.